Hi everybody, this is Adrian. Welcome to another episode of Anything Flows. I think this is episode 17 or 18, I'm not quite sure. But today we have a special guest. We have Katie Turner. She's going to talk to us about all things sound healing, sound baths, um, tips for how to get the most out of your sound healing, and just overall learning about the benefits of it and how it can help to transform our practice. So we'll share, you know, some things that are going on with events with sound healing if you're interested in trying that out. But just make sure to keep listening to the episode, learn as much as you can about this. I'll let Katie kind of explain more about it, but just this really amazing tool and resource for anybody. So, hi, Katie. Um, just kind of introduce yourself a little bit before we kind of get into all the details of what sound healing is. Just tell us about yourself, where you teach, how long you've been teaching and doing all this. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for having me and for providing this space for people to come to and get inspired. Uh, my name is Katie Turner. I am 31 years old. I was born and raised in Yuma. I moved away for a little bit of time and made my way back here around 2020. I have been receiving sound baths for, let's see, five, six years and I've been practicing giving sound baths to others for around three years now. I also teach yoga. Sound is my main love though. Um, I mostly teach yoga, let's see, Studio Y, a few other places around town. I've been teaching yoga for a year and a half, so still pretty new to that. So you started out first with the sound healing mm -hmm. and then more of the physical practice with yoga. Yes. Mm, nice. So, um, perfect. So you're from Yuma. You have been doing, been kind of in the world of, of sound baths and sound healing for about five years. What, tell us more about what it is, like what I think maybe draw you towards it and what you found to kind of like keep you, like keep you br coming back to it and, not, and even giving it. Okay. So sound healing, it is an ancient modality. It's been around for thousands of years. It is an effortless, full-body listening experience designed to transport you into a state of deep relaxation uh, where your body's own innate ability to self-heal gets turned on. Um, you can think of the body as this elaborate symphony with all of these moving parts. We have bones, blood, muscles, organs, tissues. Everything needs to be working harmoniously for us to feel our best. Um, so that's kind of what sound healing does for you, is it tunes you up. It makes you more electric, magnetic, receptive. We don't just hear sound with our ears. We actually feel it all throughout the body. Sound travels as a wave. 
it needs some sort of medium to travel through. It travels faster through water than air, even faster through solid than liquid. And if you think of humans, we are 70% solid, 30% liquid. So we really are the most perfect mechanism to receive sound. I often refer to ancient Egypt when I'm introducing other people to sound. The ancient Egyptians were known to use sound as a means of healing. Uh, they were very in tune with how vibration can transform matter. There's this cool experiment by a man named John Stuart Reed. He did several experiments in Egypt, specifically with the pyramids and how they were designed to harness the power of sound. Um, this one in particular, he performed in the king's chamber, Khufu's chamber. So there's this giant sarcophagus made out of granite stone. And what he did is he placed a thin film across the top of the coffer, almost like a drum. And then he placed quartz sand on top of that. He hooked up a tone generator to this contraption. And when he did that, the sound transformed into these shapes, almost looking like hieroglyphs. So there was one that was formed into the Eye of Horus, and then another one was formed into Ra, which is the sun god. It's a circle with a dot in the middle. So yeah, I was yeah, completely fascinated crazy. when I found that out. Uh -huh. And then this leads me to <laughs> Ernst Cladney, who was the father of acoustics. He kind of furthered this along. He um, did a similar experiment where he placed sand on a metal plate and he took a violin bow to the outside of the plate and struck it and he found uh, the same thing, that the, sound, the sand moved into these beautiful geometric shapes. And then these are termed Cladney figures or Cladney patterns. And then this leads me to another guy, uh, Hans Jenny, who termed the word cymatics. So cymatics is the actual science of making sound visible. It comes from, the, I think it's the Greek word, which means wave. Um, so you can, you can see how vibration and sound works, like right in front of your eyes. It, blows yeah. my mind <laughs> I know I've, I've, I've seen like a few pictures like that before I'm sure like a lot of us have I've even seen one where they had like a hose and they were playing different music and it would like like have different patterns and it would like vibrate differently as it was like coming out of the hose um, so it was like interesting how it even affected water or like you'll see like a speaker or something and then the vibration of like the sound will create like like what you were saying like the circle with the center in the middle or something like that yeah yeah it's wild and like you can physically see it and then like you said like you're not just hearing it with your ears but you're also 
like your cells are hearing it and and absorbing that too yeah so i always tell um people that no matter where your mind is going or if you feel like you got lost down a train of thought you went down a rabbit hole during a sound bath the sound is still going where it needs to go and doing what it needs to do even if you feel like your mind is interfering it's not right just by being within the room you'll hear and absorb everything that you need yeah yeah I think that's a good point because when people try something like sound healing or sound bath or meditation or something or even yoga yoga is not just the physical part but it could be the breath work as well but when people try these things sometimes they feel discouraged because they think that they have to shut their mind off and they have that monkey mind and their mind wanders but you're doing it right like I don't be discouraged if if you feel like your mind wanders and it's hard to stay present it's a muscle that you have to train when you're doing those things but also know that just by doing it and just by showing up you're doing the work and and you just have to show up to to do it and to receive it exactly Uh, thoughts are welcome it's Mm -hmm. part of the practice and when when you notice it you go back to the breath or you go back to the sound over and over and over again Mm -hmm. (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) yeah so what kind of instruments or like things do you use when you're practicing or when you receive it yourself so I play a set of quartz crystal singing bowls they're 99 percent quartz They're all tuned to a 432 hertz frequency. This is a very healing frequency for the mind, body, and spirit. And they're all tuned to a different chakra center within the body. And then I have certain protocols and triads that I play that are designed and meant for specific conditions. I usually always hit a nervous system balance motivation creativity sleep uh, emotional body balance so so there's almost like an order or some kind of like sequence that you put together with the bowls for a specific purpose yes so depending on um which notes you play together you can either create resonance or you can create dissonance depending on which way you rotate the wand around the bowl you're either releasing energy or you're drawing energy in or you're tending more toward the feminine the masculine yes. super interesting <laughs> So there's those are the cl- the the quartz ones, mm-hmm. and then there's other kinds from Tibet, correct? Yes. So those are the metal bowls. Um, they're ancient from the Himalayan mountains. Um, I'm not too familiar with the Himalayan bowls. Mm-hmm. I know they are spectacular, <laughs> um, but yeah, I play the quartz crystal bowls. I'd love to acquire some Himalayan bowls at some point yeah can you use the the quartz ones on people because I know I've had a session with Alexis um, price at studio Y where we did yoga therapy and based on kind of like what we were talking about and what she felt like I needed during the meditation that we did together she actually placed the bowls on my body so she placed the third eye bowl on my head and the throat chakra bowl on my head and then the heart chakra bowl on my chest and was playing them as she was like 
just having me in the meditation and you're feeling the vibration you're obviously hearing it your cells are hearing it so like can you do the same thing with something with like the 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 quartz ones that is so cool how you can do that <laughs> it, it really does it feels like a massage uh-huh. you can feel it yeah um you can play the quartz bowls on the body but it's a little less stable yeah and because the metal bowls they're a little lighter yes they're uh-huh. lighter and the quartz bowls are a lot more fragile mm-hmm. um so you would have to put like the o-ring down mm-hmm. on the body so it wouldn't be directly on the body i do play sometimes right over i hold okay. it over the third yeah. eye and you can still feel For it sure. um it's not as intense but you can definitely yeah work closer to the body over the body mm-hmm. yeah no it's just interesting how like you can do different things with them you can have different types of bowls to play um but but I, and then what other i know there's like chimes and drums gongs yeah so this was reminding me of my tuning fork, which you can actually place on the body. I have a metal tuning fork. It's five to eight hertz frequency. Um, and those are cool because even though you're holding it, you can still transmit the vibration to whoever is receiving it. And you can target, like if you have a sore knee or a sore wrist, Ooh, I or need that. you can <laughs> yeah, place it like over smaller areas. Interesting. And, yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's like a little bit more focused healing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. So, yep. And then I also have gongs. I play a sun gong and a Venus gong. The gongs are very powerful in breaking up energy and um, yeah they're more for kind of breaking up those calcifications um, removing blockages getting the chi mm-hmm. life force energy flowing again um, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I know those are very like powerful like I, I know like when I've had like heard them in 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 your guys's classes before it, it you guys can kind of like start out really soft and gentle and then it gets more intense and then you feel that intensity but it's kind of just how you play the drum like the, the practitioner how they're playing it mm-hmm. so yes. but it kind of reminds me of when I went to one of the sound alchemy ceremonies that you guys were doing at Studio Y and didn't have any expectations going in I just knew I wanted to experience it and I brought my sister with me and you guys started out playing the bowls the three of you um, you Cindy and Alexis and then kind of moved into using the other instruments like the chimes and I remember there was one point where you were using the drums which is like that it's like a flat kind of kind of like a tambourine but you have like beads in there so as you're like tilting it side to side it it sounds like an ocean Mm -hmm. so to me or what was right before that I think it was the gongs like you were playing the gongs and it was really kind of more intense and I felt to me what was coming to mind was my kind of ambitious energy the goals that I have like how I'm capable of achieving those and just like a very excited kind of energy uh, with like a lot of aspiration I think and then when it went to the chimes and the ocean sounds a little bit more soft sounds I felt a shift like I felt like yes I 
can have ambitions and I can be a strong, powerful, independent person. But at the same time, I can embrace kind of the softness, the feminine side. I don't need to do anything to prove anything to anybody kind of energy. And it was just like very interesting to experience like almost that duality even though they're not really opposites but just to be able to kind of like hold both at like kind of feelings or emotions at the same time so it was amazing and then you guys had to stand in the mother bowl while while you played it so it was just like a whole experience and like you said earlier you don't need to worry about like your mind wandering you don't need to worry about what comes to mind just kind of be aware of it recognize it let it go gently and be fully engaged with the present moment with the sound healing yeah i think that's beautiful that you're able to uh, be open enough to have an experience like that and like that's the great thing about music is that it has this ability to trigger responses within Mm -hmm. us and you went through that journey uh, you went through all of those different emotions and sensations just by lying there Mm -hmm. and listening right that's all it took and you had this realization afterward right yeah that's what I love about it is that it's effortless and you don't have to speak on anything and you can have the light bulb go off Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's not like like there's other types of ways of healing like talk therapy where you you talk about those things and that can be very helpful and transformative as as well but you know just to be able to sit there and receive without having to do anything can be just as transformative and and healing for whatever you're going through so I'm very grateful that you guys have brought that to Yuma because I think earlier when we talked a while ago you were saying that like there wasn't really much when you came back to Yuma when when you had already kind of been experiencing taking sound baths when you came back there wasn't much and and so that's how kind of how you opened up like your own sound dead and started to give sound baths and stuff like that I think like more and more people are in general just starting to become more open to things like yoga not just for the exercise and the stretch and the calorie burning and and all that but but for the self-care, for the stress management, for the nervous system balancing, all the good stuff. So um, so you've got all the instruments. They're very, there's, there's a lot. And like you said, like the, it's, it's like music too. And it's kind of interesting because like we could, we, you know, we might not even understand like the language that they're, the lyrics from, from a song, but we can feel something, you know? And I think like it's kind of the same thing with, with um like the sound baths and stuff like you don't need to know what's kind of happening or going on just knowing that it's positive for you yeah the whole the whole essence of it is to just be to give yourself the time and space to consciously rest and to consciously cleanse the mind um Sometimes I like to use the term brain floss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we brush our teeth and we cleanse our bodies. Um, but how often do we really lie there and clean out our minds? Yeah. <laughs> We're absorbing and taking in so much stimulation all the time. And you tell people to sit down for five minutes without their phone and it's like, 
so foreign to yeah. them <laughs> yeah it's it's challenging like as you know I've been practicing yoga for three three years now probably and it's harder now to kind of put myself in that beginner beginner's shoes but I remember you know in the beginning it was hard like you your mind wanders so much and it's in your mind tells you you know like you don't need to do this or this is boring or I'd rather do something else or you know there's like countless things that can kind of come to mind but it's really about kind of like discipline in a way but discipline for rest like not discipline for more productivity so I don't know if that makes sense but but yeah um tell us more about how you can get the most out of like your sound healing so like tell us about like your different the different types of classes that you do when you do like the acupuncture or you do the reiki like what's what are some recommendations you have for people or suggestions or tips for adding some kind of sound healing into their practice like could you also maybe just do it virtually like listening through it on youtube or spotify like finding the the hertz frequency that you that you said or delta waves alpha waves things like that yes absolutely you can definitely receive so many benefits just from plugging in your headphones and listening to a YouTube sound bath. Um, there is no separation in the field, so you can tap into it from anywhere. Um, if you think of the Beatles and how uh, impactful they still are for people, but they're they're not around anymore you know but their music is still alive and it still has that ability to spark something and someone just transmitted through um radio receiver Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah you can definitely listen um whenever wherever i think it's most important like the most important thing is to just give yourself that time yeah as long as you're taking time to just be then Mm -hmm. you'll feel a difference and you'll feel better Mm -hmm. Um, we offer a lot of different options for people to come to in person which can be more profound it just depends on like your situation and where you are Um, we offer yes the alchemy sound ceremony and that's with cindy who has these beautiful alchemy bowls. They're like the best bowls that you could ever have. (laughs) And she has so many of them. Um, Also with Alexis. So the three of us together can create some magic. Uh, It's a very profound experience. Uh, Also offer sound bath massage. So I partner with a massage therapist Mm. and you can receive a sound bath and a massage which is nice for those that don't just want to lie there Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not do anything else at Mm -hmm. least you're getting the massage along with it um acupuncture sound bath we are starting to offer that one which i'm so excited about um i partner with rosie she is a nurse and she's also certified in auricular acupuncture so that focuses on the ear 
And there are so many different points in the ear that are connected to the rest of the body. Um, she focuses on five specific points that are great for detox and you know, just nervous system balance. Um, and pairing that with the sound is very powerful. It opens up <laughs> the 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 trigger points and the sound is directed mm-hmm. I guess to to maybe where exactly like it kind of needs to be directed to yes yeah <laughs> without you having to right so it it like knows exactly where to go mm-hmm. um and and it sounds too like if you're focusing on acupuncture in the ear like you're you're focusing kind of more sensation on the ear or there's more happening there so like maybe you can receive more by doing that too yes it definitely adds a lot more to your regular sound bath yes awesome so yeah there's check out the classes that they have at studio y um for the sound alchemy the acupuncture yin and sound um you know just any any of the classes that are that are there just even if you're not using the bowls or the instruments in person in class there's usually some kind of music that's healing playing when you're practicing anyway so it's just really about showing up and doing it receiving what it is that you need filling your own cup you know I always say like you can't pour from an empty cup and I think that's kind of where a lot of us are we're thinking that we can just keep going and going and draining ourselves in order to help other people but we're really not helping them if we're not helping ourselves so that's I think like my biggest tip for people is do it for yourself so you can really just kind of receive whatever you need and be able to you know be able to like share that with others and 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 not get burnt out, not feel overly stressed and get to a point where you're kind of hitting rock bottom that it's hard for you to find something like use these as preventative measures almost, you know, so that way you don't have to like figure out a way to crawl out of whatever you're kind of struggling through. So I I highly suggest everyone try it. Right. You'll definitely be forced to rest mm-hmm. if you don't choose to. Oh, for to. sure. <laughs> yeah, your body will force you at some point. So might as well just listen to our body, honor our body, and yeah. Um, so as far as like me as a teacher, I want to start using the bowls and, the, and you know, diving more into using some of these instruments. So like what what do you, what suggestions do you have? I know you said it kind of just depends like what you resonate more with as far as the bowls. Um, but like what suggestions do you have? Like, should you just start out with a specific bowl for a specific chakra chakra or yeah. I feel that, you know, exactly which bowl that you should have. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, tuning in if you are more drawn to yeah like the metal bowls or the crystal bowls there is so much variety uh, if you have like a favorite chakra or if you're working on a specific chakra area mm-hmm. you can start small you can start with one bowl you can yeah. go crazy and buy a whole set maybe you like a <laughs> gong more <laughs> it just depends on like what 
your interests are and what your intentions are Mm -hmm. with it and what you hope to provide others yeah i just think it's just nice to incorporate especially when it's like kind of in person you know if you're in shavasana or in any kind of pose like it could just be nice to pull that out and like kind of bring us all back together in a way with that sound cherry on top yes exactly (laughs) yeah um yeah i i when you said like maybe to choose like a a chakra that you're working on or one that like you kind of enjoy working with i i don't know if it's because like i love the color green or because you know i'm wearing green my everything is green but i like the the heart chakra it's like right in the center you know (laughs) like you have your lower three and then your upper three so i feel like that's kind of the connection between both so i think that would be a good one to start with yeah and then i don't know i might just get them all i am all for the heart (laughs) chakra (laughs) yeah that is my (laughs) go-to yes so no i'm excited to learn more about that um anything else that you wanted to kind of tell us about sound healing the benefits your offerings as well as you know with your one-on-ones or in the studio let's see could go over the benefits So sound is a nutrient. It is a marvelous way to soothe your system, to rebalance your nervous system. What I love about it is that it's effortless. You don't have to do anything and you uh, feel a difference afterward. Uh, Sound can help with pain. It can help with Uh, relieving anxiety it can help with uh, increasing your happiness it makes you more uh, receptive to uh, your intuition and receiving downloads and uh, it can help you align with your truest self can bring you back to your essence all those sound amazing right like, like why who doesn't, wouldn't you who doesn't do need this? that yeah <laughs> exactly even if we feel like we're in a good place it's not a bad thing to maybe want to feel a little bit more or a little bit better but even if we're not feel like we're not in the best place like try you know do a sound bath like experience the sound healing without doing any anything you know to get the be- those benefits love it So tell us a little bit more about like the November offerings, things like that. Okay, let's see. On November 18th at 6 p.m., we are offering an acupuncture sound bath. On November 19th, we're doing Gong and Glow. That one's with Cindy and Alexis. This one is where we utilize mostly tibetan bowls and gongs it's more percussion based um, very deep (laughs) goes right into the body Uh, on november 26 it looks like cindy is doing a chakra clearing alchemy sound bath with her beautiful alchemy bowls Um, there's other goodies on the studio wise schedule 
something for everyone. Anyone can do this. Um, but yeah, just take a look and see what you're most drawn to. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your experience, and your passion of, of sound healing and and all this, you know, this whole world. But um, I think if we want to also do a little bit of a sound bath for everybody, we can do that now. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Awesome. Okay. So we have the bowls out now and I am going to play a little mini sound bath. If you'd like to enjoy, you can find a comfortable place. Comfortable, quiet place. Make a little cozy cocoon for yourself. Settle in. And you might accept the invitation to soften the gaze or close the eyes down completely.
body can begin to emerge back to the surface, breathing some life back into your being, noticing any subtle shift that took place for you over that sweet, short amount of time. Thank you so much for allowing me to share the healing power of sound with you. Thank you, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode about sound healing. And if you are interested in learning more about that, experiencing it for yourself, check out the classes at Studio Y online or on their Instagram page or reach out to Katie. Um, I'll, I'll include her information, the studio's information in the description or in the show notes. Um, and I'll also include the classes at I Am Wellness Studio. Eventually, this is something that I would like to do. So those are the classes or that's what I will be incorporating in the classes that I teach at I Am Wellness as well. Um, I wanted to share also another opportunity for you guys, something that I'm really excited for. Um, if you go to the show notes, show notes, I'll have more information about this challenge slash journey that I am putting together for the month of November. So it is a 14-day challenge starting on November 12th. And the purpose of it is to help people who maybe feel a little bit burnt out, they feel stressed, they feel like maybe none of their coping strategies are working for them, or they just know that they need to make the lifestyle changes that are needed to transform their life, to have better quality of life. Um, meaning not just your physical health or your mental health, but everything, your overall well-being. So the first few days or the first week of this challenge, we'll be focusing on journaling, journaling prompts, um, goal setting, visualization, uh, breathwork techniques, and meditation. And along with that, I'm going to share all kinds of resources that I use that I've created or just things that I feel like are going to help you with developing these things as habits and creating those as lifestyle changes. And then for the second week, I'm going to have a virtual live yoga class that we'll all join. And then I'll have more information on mindful and intuitive eating practices to kind of get us ready for the holiday season, especially with Thanksgiving. And I, in my experience being a health coach, this is one of the hardest times for people who struggle with diet culture, who struggle with emotional eating during this time. And it can be really frustrating. So I wanted that to be incorporated in this challenge as well. And then I'll also, at the end of the challenge, have us all come together for a group discussion through Zoom to talk about the challenges that we experienced during this journey, to talk about our achievements, and then to talk about other opportunities as well. So including those, you know, everything going on in those two weeks, I'm also going to do hour-long consultations with everybody that joins. I'm only going to have 15 people or 15 spots for this challenge. That way I can make sure that I'm have the energy and the capabilities to 
be able to collaborate with everybody, to have time to meet with everyone one-on-one, to do the virtual classes, and to be able to share with you all the information each day during the challenge. So if you're interested, go to the show notes, learn more about that. It'll be starting on January, or sorry, November 12th. So if you have any questions about this challenge, about one-on-one coaching, about um, yoga classes or offerings, just reach out. Let me know. Um, And I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week, your month, your day, your life. Um, I'm just very grateful, especially with this month of November, to have a podcast like this to share information and to just kind of have this outlet for sharing my passion with all things health and wellness. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and we'll see you on the next episode.